Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. This episode, we're going to be talking about Saturn. We all know how beautiful Saturn is. It's rings. It's an amazing thing to see through a telescope. It's an amazing thing to see renders from spacecrafts that NASA has sent. But did you know that they just found 20 new moons orbiting Saturn. And now Saturn has 82 moons. 82 moons. We have one. We have one moon. Saturn has 82. I'm kind of jealous. How cool would it be if you could look up in the sky and see 82 different moons every night? So this means that Saturn has more moons than Jupiter, which has 79 moons, as we know right now. And this is uh, due to information from the International Astronomical Union's Minor Planet Center. Each of these new moons is about five kilometers, about three miles in diameter. 17 of them orbit the planet backwards, which is a retrograde, meaning their movement is opposite of the planet's rotation around its axis. And the other three moons orbit in a prograde, which is the same direction as Saturn rotates. And two of the prograde moons are closer to the planet and take about two years to travel around Saturn one time. The more distant retrograde moons are one of the prograde moons, or and one of the prograde moons, each take more than three years to complete an orbit. You can get a full uh, press release on spacenewspod.com. Shepard, <clears throat> who is the uh, lead in this study, uh, Scott Shepard, said studying the orbits of these moons can reveal their origins as well as information about the conditions surrounding Saturn at the time of its formation. And the outer moons of Saturn appear to be grouped into three different clusters in terms of the uh, inclinations of the angles in which they are orbiting around the planet. Two of the newly discovered prograde moons fit into a group of outer moons with inclinations of about 46 degrees called the Inuit group, as they are named after Inuit mythology. These moons may have once comprised a larger moon that was broken apart in the distant past. And the newly announced retrograde moons have similar inclinations that other previously known retrograde Saturn moons uh, indicate that they are also fragments from a once larger parent moon that was broken apart. So how can these moons be broken apart? There's several ways that could happen. A moon could smash into a moon and make two moons um, or make numerous moons. Uh, It could be struck by another outside celestial object like an asteroid, a meteor or something, you know, anything that's flying through space. An alien. Maybe it's an alien. No, not an alien. Not an alien spacecraft. It's probably another chunk of rock that smashed into one of these moons and made it into a bunch of other moons. So. Uh, The retrograde moons are in the Norse group, 
with names coming from Norse mythology, one of the newly discovered retrograde moons is the furthest known moon around Saturn. Scott Shepard said this kind of grouping of outer moons is also seen around Jupiter, indicating violent collisions occurred between uh, moons in the Satarian system or with outside objects such as passing asteroids or comets. So, like I was saying before, these things get smashed into. Space is big, but there's also a lot of stuff in space, a lot of random stuff that could smash into other stuff. So they're pretty sure that's what happened to these moons to make numerous 82 moons, 82 moons of Saturn. How crazy is that? Um, so if a significant amount of gas or dust were present when a larger moon broke apart and created the clusters of smaller moon fragments, there would have been strong frictional interactions between the smaller moons and the gas and dust causing them to spiral into the planet. And Shepard goes on to say, in the uh, solar system's youth, the sun was surrounded by a rotating disk of gas and dust from which the planets were born. It is believed that a similar gas and dust disk surrounded Saturn during its formation. The fact that these newly discovered moons were able to continue orbiting Saturn after the parent moons broke apart indicates that the collisions occurred after the planet formation process was mostly complete and the disks were no longer a factor. Pretty crazy. 82 moons. Uh, that's that's a lot of moons. I just uh, see as a as somebody who stares at the moon every night, as somebody who has a dark sky sight about 20 miles away from my house, um, I get to see our moon all the time. It's beautiful. I get to see it during the day. I get to see it during the night, evening. Sometimes in the morning, if the sun's, you know, if the sun's out and it's clear. Uh, so I couldn't even imagine having 82 moons to look at, even if they're far away, you know, you see a little glimpse of them. But um, it would be absolutely amazing to see that and to witness that. But, you know, nobody lives on Saturn, so nobody can see the moons of Saturn. So we have to rely on uh, our technology to show us these things. Uh, the new moons were discovered using the Subaru telescope in Hawaii. So that's the technology I was talking about. Um, and the observe, uh, observing team included Shepard, David Jewett of UCLA, and Jan Kleina of the University of Hawaii. I'm not sure. Sorry, Jan. I don't know if I murdered your name or not. <laughs> that was Kleina, K-L-E-Y-N-A. Using some of the largest telescopes in the world, we are now completing the inventory of small moons around the giant planets, said Scott Shepard. They play a crucial role in helping us determine how our solar system's planets formed and evolved. Shepard discovered 12 new moons last year around Jupiter, and Carnegie hosted an online contest to name five of them. And <clears throat> there's another contest for you. Uh, he said, I was so thrilled with the amount of public engagement over the Jupiter moon naming contest that we've decided to do another one to name these newly discovered Saturnian uh, Saturnian moons. This time, the moons must be named after giants from Norse, Gaelic, or Inuit mythology. You can go to spacenewspod.com and you can find the link to uh, that contest. Pretty cool. I'm going to throw something in there. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for that contest and see if uh, see if I can win this and have a, uh, have a moon named after something from maybe, I don't know, let's say Norse mythology. Let's go that way. I'll go Norse. So, my friends, I want to say thank you to uh, NordVPN for sponsoring the show. You can go to NordVPN.com 
slash space news pod if you are interested in securing your internet connection. So we all use the internet all the time, all the time, you know, your phone, your, uh, your tablet, your computer, everything, your laptop, everything uses the internet now. And in between that device and where you're sending the data or getting the data from, uh, you have sort of like a pipe that it goes through, right? Not an actual pipe, but the data pipe and what NordVPN does, it makes its own secure, uh, encrypted pipe that nobody can access. So anything you send back and forth, anything in between, nobody can see what you send. So it's only you and the person that's getting it are the only two people that can see what you send. So you can go to uh, nordvpn.com slash space news pod and you can get 70% off. So thanks Nord for sponsoring the show. I do appreciate it. And I want to say thank you to everyone who's been checking out the show today. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden. And one more thing. Um, I have a show, if you're interested in Elon Musk, uh, it's called the Elon Musk Pod. So if you want to know everything about Elon Musk and all of his companies, I do a daily podcast about him, too. Because I think he's a fascinating creature and he has some really amazing stuff going on. So check that out at anywhere you get your podcast. It's the Elon Musk pod. He has a little cartoon face of Elon. Uh, so you'll see it. Red background. Cool stuff. So thanks again, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I'll see you soon. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.